What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens play the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Rerick, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a patron named Beatrice. Hello, Mr. Eric. My name is Beatrice. I live in Los Angeles, but I'm from New York City, and I'm seven years old. I like cooking, and my favorite characters are Fred the Dog, Abacus P. Grumbler, Dracomax and Kathunkle. And my question is, what if all of Waterworld had a potluck and it was really a surprise party for Sprite All Right? Thank you so much. Love the show. Bye. Thank you so much, Beatrice. What If World really is overdue for a party, and I can't think of anyone more deserving of a nice surprise. Oh, I also wanted to thank... Beatrice's sister, Eloise, for all her question ideas. Okay, I think I'm going to bring Ratatouille to the potluck, because it's really healthy and yummy, and even I can eat it without upsetting my stomach. (sighs) Mr. Eric has a sensitive stomach. I must incorporate this into my plot to take over the world. Kathunkle, couldn't we just have one day off from you trying to take over the world? Okay, fine, I'll just go. But I was supposed to be your ride to What If World. Oh, thanks. We just have to do the other What If question. There's no time. We've got to get there before Sprite All Right, or we'll spoil the surprise. Okay, okay, so let's find out what if all of What If World had a potluck, and it was really a surprise party for Sprite All Right. Oh, come on. Do you really have to wrap me up in all your slimy tentacles? I suppose I could always eat you. Again. No, okay, this is fine. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break while I am being transported to What If World. And then we'll get right back to the story. Mr. Eric, thank goodness you're here. Hey, Veralise, long time no see. I know, look, Mr. Eric, we need your help. You know, I realize I've never been to your house before. Well, and you're still not there. Oh, yeah. I thought you lived in a thimble on top of a cloud, but we're just on top of a cloud. You can thank our party planner for that. Oh, wow. A potluck surprise party with a party planner? (laughs) That's like a president-level move, Feralise. Cool. You know, I just should have organized it myself, but I have been so busy, and he insisted that he'd do a phenomenal job. Well, a phenomenon is really just something that happens. It could be good or bad. Petey, what are you doing here? That's Petey the party planner pirate to you, sir. Okay, I I think I see the problem here. Yeah, so can you just fix it with, you know, narrating? I'm sorry, Farrelly's. I really can't narrate when I'm in What If World. Can't or won't. 
Oh, I would if I could, it's just really hard. And it can have unintended consequences. Well, the consequence of us being outside of the house is that it will ruin the surprise. No, no, no. Sprite Alright will just teleport inside the Thimble House, and then she'll look outside and see all of us standing there. Or at least like one of our ankles. Because we'll be really big, because we haven't been shrunk down. I could shrink everyone down by crushing them with my tentacles. Uh, uh, no, 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 uh, that, that, that won't be necessary. Fairlies, just why aren't we inside the house? Doesn't your house automatically shrink people when they knock on the thimble? It can shrink a few invited guests at a time. But Petey made no invitation list, and we would have needed a magical boost to get this many people inside of that small of a thimble. Please, Mr. Eric, do something. I no, 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 no. Fairlies, tis I, Petey the party planner pirate. I've got this. Petey, maybe I, maybe I could try to help. No, you said you needed more magic to get everyone inside. Yes. Did someone say yes? Yeah, but first I said more magic. Uh, that would have been a better cue for you to enter, Abacus. Well, I'm sorry. I was busy making my famous chocolate cookie ice cream casserole. Abacus, how could you? I have spent all day making this chocolate candy bar casserole. Dracomax, we are dealing with real problems here. We cannot worry about how many different kinds of chocolate casseroles we have. Did someone say chocolate stick casserole? Because that's what I brought. Petey, you said you would handle the potluck spreadsheet. And I did. I brought a sheet to spread out on top of the, um, uh, the cloud here, which I'm now realizing you, you meant like a... Like a worksheet to organize who is bringing what to the potluck. No problem, Petey. I can help you start a phone tree, and anyone who hasn't come yet, we can just call them. No, 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 I can handle this. I don't need your help. Abigus, you get everyone inside the Thimble House, and I'll just uh, make sure we don't have uh, too many different kinds of, of candy here. Who here's ready for Wendy Anna Jones? Perfect chocolate fudge replica of the Learninator. The likeness is uncanny. I question my own existence when I look into his chocolatey eyes. Okay, well, at least they're all different kinds of chocolate. Well, don't worry, Petey, because I brought ratatouille. It's a vegetable dish, although it is in casserole form. And I, Uncle, have brought a single fruit cup. I, I assumed fairies were small, in that... This would be enough. The memo said we were inviting all of What If World and you brought a single fruit cup. Petey, we really have to get everyone inside as soon as possible. Abacus, tell me you've got a spell ready. Indeed I do. Potluck for the populace. With ketchup and condiments. Shrink us all down with unintended consequence. <laughs> yeah, why'd you have to say the unintended consequence part? I'm sorry, the spell had to rhyme. I don't make the rules. Well, here we are, Fairlies. We're all shrunk down inside your lovely thimble house. And we beat Sprite all right here. More like you squished Sprite all right in the middle of all of you. Yo-ho, no. Um, surprise? Surprise. surprise. You are surprised. I command surprise. it. It is obvious from her facial expression that she is both surprised and extremely uncomfortable. Oh, no, no, I, this is just a phenomenal surprise. I, 
I just have the house shrink everyone down in half again. <laughs> oh, wow. Now my ratatouille is huge. It's going to be enough for everybody, see, Petey? You just need to ask for help sometimes, and, and your friends are there for you. Now, what is the occasion for this surprise party? Oh, I've just been so busy being president lately. I wanted you to know how much I still appreciate you and always will. Your teleportation powers, though inferior to my ability to manipulate the space-time continuum, make you a valuable ally and friend. That's just Lernanator's way of saying we all appreciate you. Yeah, you saved me like 50 times with your teleporting. And I just wanted to throw you a lovely party because I'm a party planner pirate now and I'm doing a great job. <sighs> This ratatouille is making me nauseous. I'm sorry, Kathunkle. Do healthy foods not agree with you? Because you only eat things that are gross or something? How dare you? I have a very healthy plant-based diet outside of the people that I eat. Hey, Mr. Eric, how could you bring a poison casserole to a party? I did the same recipe I always do. I bought all the vegetables fresh and I washed them and then I cooked them a lot. It's true. I've had lots of Mr. Eric's vegetables, and they never make me sick. Nom, 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 nom. This is immediately terrible. There must be some wicked spell cast upon it. I must eat it in order to determine the nature of the wicked magic. Yeah, I wouldn't do that if I were here. He just shoved his face right in there. Okay. Well, it tastes exactly like ratatouille. I really shouldn't have stuck my head in here. Okay, okay, no, 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 nobody panic. We've still got lots of chocolate for everyone to eat. Don't forget my fruit cup. Okay. Uh, Petey, maybe we should call the Fur Force or something? I think these people need rescuing. No, 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 we just need to move along the party. Everything is going swimmingly, and I should know, because I definitely know how to swim. Uh... Okay. I'll try to soothe everyone with my magic, and, uh, and Petey, yes, lead on with the party, won't you? Well, Sprite, all right. As a Sprite, I know that one of your rarest gifts is the ability to grant wishes. All right. And what better way to be happy on your special day than by answering two extra what-if questions in a single story? Petey, you didn't. Didn't pluck two what-ifs from the wind to make this the most prodigiously perfect potluck party ever! Hi, Mr. Eric. This is Isaac and Leander. Our first question is, what if candy and ice cream were suddenly very good for you and vegetables were suddenly very bad for you? All right, Leander and Isaac. What a nice wish. Okay, good. So... Abacus, these must have been our unintended consequences, huh? Oh, I guess I don't know. Abacus, why are you still eating the ratatouille? It was stuck in my beard. Abacus, stop it. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt the party, everybody. 
Now it's okay, Alabaster. Yeah, vegetables are bad for you and candy and ice cream is good for you. We already know. Yeah, we've got tons of different kinds of chocolate and candy and ice cream for everyone to eat and feel better. Hold it right there. But Dracomax has a tum-tum ache. I'm afraid you're tum-tums. Gonna have to keep feeling crumb-crumb for now, Dracomax. You know what, Alabaster? You really don't need to bring this news. We're up safe in a cloud. And my party is going really, really well. And I don't need your help. Okay, fine. I just go save what if world by myself. Alabaster, where are you going? Don't you want to tell us what the case is and, th- and then solve it with your old partner, Fairlease? Alabaster, I would love to help, but I've got sick people here I'm trying to take care of. I don't need your help, Fairlease. Oh, well, um, thanks for visiting anyway. Pixie Carter's upstairs getting ready for bed. You could read her a quick bedtime story before you go. Now, fair at least, he's clearly very busy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Busy, that's what it is. Tell Pixie Cato, Uncle Bass says, hello, and I hope I don't get eaten by chocolate zombies. I'll see myself out. Uh, did he just say chocolate zombies? That would explain why this casserole has been chewing on my leg for the past five minutes. <sighs> oh, Petey, what was the last question? Oh, that's right! We were gonna grant one more wish to really make this party a, a complete success. My name is Rigby, and I like Ruth and What If Chocolate Zombies Took Over What If World. That's a good one, honey. Ah. <sighs> Vicky must be the reason I brought this fruit cup rather than a bigger potluck contribution. I am not sure that that is true, Uncle. She says she likes fruit. You could have brought an entire giant edible arrangement. Oh, I like when the pineapples are shaped like stars. Hey, everybody, um, uh, you do realize all these chocolate uh, creatures are coming to life and trying to eat us, right? Yahoy! Uh, more guests to the party. Wonderful. This life-size chocolate fudge laminator is slowly crinkling me into a tiny tin can. Yes, and I, and I don't mean to alarm anyone, but I am up to my neck in someone's chocolate souffle. Petey, I'm being swarmed by chocolate chip chocolate muffins. And Alabaster's out there all by himself. The important thing is everyone's having fun. I hate to be the one to say this, but being eaten by chocolate zombies, well, it's just not my favorite kind of potluck. Really? Is that so? (laughs) It's okay. I've licked my way out of trickier situations. (laughs) I talk like zombies grab my tongue. I am not afraid. Zombies are so far down the horrible monster packing order. There's no way they can stand against a squidipus of my caliber. Ow, 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 stop poking me. Hey, everybody, come on. It's okay to admit that we need help sometimes. Then no matter how hard you try and how awesome you are, there are some things we just can't do alone. Bah, if Dracomax had not been shrunk down, I would be big enough to defeat all of these chocolate zombies. You're both right. We just need to be bigger again, and then we can all help each other. Sprite, all right. Huh? Who's that? I can't see anyone from inside this chocolate fudge zombie blob that just ate me. You don't need to be able to see me, Sprite, all right? Just hear me. I messed up your party. I'm in over my head. And you've got to uninvite us all from your house right away. Yeah, okay. 
I don't want my daughter eaten by chocolate zombies anyhow. Or your partner. Come on, Fairylise, I'm the one getting eaten here. You're, you're right, sorry. And I want you all out! <laughs> oh, I thought when we were back to big size that all the chocolates would still be small somehow. Yeah, they're all still really big and they still got my tongue. But remember, Fred, for the rest of this story... Candy and ice cream are very good for you. Okay, but just to be clear, in real life, chocolate is very, very bad for dogs. Yar! In real life, you should never give dogs chocolate, or onion, or garlic, and especially not grapes or raisins. What about eldritch horrors from beyond the known universe? Can we have chocolate? Uh... Sure, I guess. Finally, I can indulge my sweet beak. Yum, 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 yum. Wait, wait, wait. We just need to make sure that these are mindless zombies who cannot talk or communicate in any way. Don't worry, Dragomax. These chocolate zombies aren't actually alive or intelligent. This magical candy somehow turned evil by the unintended consequences of a wayward spell. Well, there you have it. You can all eat as much of the evil chocolate as you want. <laughs> mm, good souffle. I just don't understand how they took over the world so fast. Well, most of What If World was inside your thimble at the time. My party planner told me he'd leave someone very capable in charge. And as soon as JF Cat woke up from his nap, I'm sure he would have taken care of all of this. Oh, I just heard about your predicament. There he is right now, flying up on a helicopter, uh, full of... Uh, what's that? That this party didn't have any chocolate milk, so I brought 37 barrels of chocolate syrup. Uh, yeah, we just need some milk to squeeze it into. Oh dear. But I am already so full of chocolate. We should really find Harry go, this will be his scene. Oh, maybe I'll just travel forward in time to when we're finally finished eating. Mr. Eric, I think we might need just a little bit more help. Wow, yeah, looks like it. Anyway, I've got two babies at home now. <laughs> Talk about needing help. I need to go help Miss Karen, so all of you just keep working together and believe in yourselves and, um... Oh, and maybe save some chocolate for me? Uh, you're, you're leaving? Don't worry, Mr. Eric, we've got this. Zero Fair Investigations is on the case. Oh, thanks, Fair Elise. The end. Great surprise party, everybody. Let's never do it again. No, I promise the next one will be better. Well, Vicky, Leander, and Beatrice, I hope you enjoyed your story. And don't worry, everyone's gonna be fine, just full of chocolate. Folks at home, if you want to help out our show... You can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And to help out even more and get some great rewards, you can join us at patreon.com slash whatifworld. Oh, I'm so full of chocolate. But I still got to shout out Christopher, who's eight and a half, and likes dragons, dogs, and wizards. Also building with Legos, drawing, and riding his bike and scooter. Jojo, fluffy cat here to shout out Peyton. She's 11 years old and has been listening to What If World since age 7. She loves musicals and is from San Diego. And I would like to shout out a wonderful helper in Charlie Teachworth. He is 9 years old and wanted to thank us for making this show because he really enjoys it. Well, thank you, Charlie. 
Then I got another shout out for Elia, who is almost five. He loves cars, trucks, vehicles, roads, and his favorite kind of car is a Mercedes. He also likes Kung Fu and speaks Mandarin. Finally, Fred and I have a dual shout out for siblings Toby and Sebastian. Toby is age seven and Sebastian is age five. And they're both from Tasmania, Australia. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, our helper, Miss Lynn, and all you amazingly capable kids out there who aren't afraid to ask for help when you really need it. Until we meet again, keep wondering.